Hello, hello. Welcome to another Shed and Boys podcast. I am your Professor X with Mikey B. And we are hailing back from the great states of Maryland. And we're going to go over really quickly the weekend fixtures, quick rundown, and then talk about any games that we found interesting. But really what we want to get into are the midweek fixtures. So real quick recap. Saturday, July 4th also known as America Day, also known as 4th of July, also known as the day Will Smith saved us from extraterrestrials and we did not go quietly into the night. We not have just Will Smith, Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum as well. Life finds a way. <laughs> so we have uh, Norwich 0, Brighton 1, bomb, bomb, bomb. Manchester United 5 Two to Bournemouth. We're gonna we're gonna put a little pin in this one. We're gonna come back to this game because I definitely want to talk about it. Then we had Leicester versus Crystal Palace, and the Foxes beat Crystal Palace three to zero. Wolves shocking defeat to Arsenal zero to two. Chelsea beat Watford, which we just covered on El Rant, so please give it a listen. Uh, 3-2-0. Burnley at Sheffield United. This is the first game on Sunday. We had a 1-1 snorefest. Newcastle, 2-2 to West Ham. Liverpool, shocker, 2-0 thrumping of Aston Villa. But not really a thrumping. We'll come back to that one. Southampton, Man City, Probably one of the upsets of the weekend, but I reserve comment for the later game. Southampton 1, Man City 0. Tottenham, the last game of the weekend fixtures, but in reality it's Monday. It was 1-0. Tottenham beat Everton. And that game was normal Jose. Uh, Score one and sit back and... Uh, hope for the best. Well, yeah. Let You know what? Let's start with Tottenham and, and Everton. Because to me, this game, first off, you're welcome, Tottenham. You should be thanking Everton. Everton scored your goal. Um, if, ever, if ever there was a heartbreaking own goal, it was the one that Keane conceded. He, I mean, he was literally trying to just knock the ball out. Uh, he was doing exactly what he was supposed to do. Bad luck. It was just bad luck. It's just that was the way the cookie crumbled. The ball just went into the goal. And then Tottenham, what did Tottenham do? I would like to say sit back. Kane did try to uh, try to score something, but ultimately their offense still continues to kind of just chug along, and then get these fortunate results. Hey, you get them every once in a while. But to me, if you haven't heard the L rant, please go to L rant and then come right back to this one. The most exciting thing about this game happened to be Hugo Lloris yelling at Young Bing Sung. Actually, <laughs> I actually thought the most uh, entertaining part of this game was Jose's post-game interview. Yeah, I, I mean, it, Jose, Jose in interviews is is like, uh, I, it, it's I a dysfunctional it. marriage I, that you just can't help but watch. I, I love it so much because um, I wish I could say what I'd like to say, but I can't. I'd be suspended. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
you know what? <laughs> as much as you, you want to hate Jose, some of the stuff he's done in his career from slapping a man to, to that statement right there is just... It just makes him... Jose. I mean, you know... It he, just does. It he just... was Chelsea... I mean, he was a self-proclaimed special one. Don't get me wrong. For a while, he had the Midas touch. I mean, every team that he was going to, he was virtually being success. You mean Midas touch in the sense of, I spend all the money in the world? And then well, yeah, you know, you know... You have to be able to pick players. I mean, you have to be able to... to, to pick players. Pick but, players. I mean, he... But, but ultimately... Yeah, if he, you have Jose as a coach and you don't know how to spend, you will not win. Yeah, you you won't. And I don't I don't know. The thing is, something that I don't think anybody has taken into consideration when it comes to Jose is that when Jose was buying players, the market wasn't the same as it was now. There are a lot of teams with with an influx of cash, so there is more competition when it comes to spending. I'm also like. The average player right now, if you're going to get a top-tier player, which is what Jose is going for, you're spending 50 to 80 million pounds on the player. Um, also, if you're buying them from the Bundesliga, where some of the best players are right now, you're spending 100 to 80 million Yeah, pounds. like it's... Like it's... it's it's too expensive. Like that, I I call I call shenanigans on that because like I I applaud like let's let's be honest. So we're talking about you know one of the the reoccurring themes is Jane and Sancho. They're slapping on that hundred twenty million pound um, price tag not because I think they they think somebody's actually going to pay. They want to. They just want to scare teams off. I mean, and and and, and kudos to them. You like know, you you go back thirty years. Maybe maybe forty years back into the time, and that's how much you would pay for a team. Oh, it's crazy! It, like the influx of cash and what you have to pay for a player is crazy, and to think that Chelsea got Christian Pulisic for fifty two, uh, Kovacic for like I think forty eight. Uh, we get players for below like fifty two million pounds. And oh, these yeah. are like great players. Well, they're talking about um, I I saw I forgot what I saw, but somebody did the the calculations, and for like the hundred and twenty million pounds that Man United apparently might throw to Jadon Sancho. Please do it, Man United. Please. Bayern do it. Munich spent I think a hundred and thirty million pounds on like their entire like. Pretty pretty much their entire off uh, like starters right now. This is including like uh, Serge Gnabry. This is include, uh, including um, players like uh, Boateng. Like a whole bunch but of they, their starters right now for 130 million pounds. But, but they, I mean, they developed some of those, no, or they have the other, or teams. they bought them for cheaper from other teams. But, no, no, you know. but they buy within the Bundesliga, and the Bundesliga is known for throwing. Oh, if you want to go to the Premier League. Oh, we're gonna tag on an extra thirty million pounds uh, signing because uh, the transfer fee for Bundesliga to Bundesliga, to Bundesliga to Bundesliga. Oh, we won't do that. But Bundesliga to Premier League, yeah, we'll do that. And it's, it's a Dortmund's. It's a Dortmund's. You know, defense. Man City had Jaden Sancho sitting on the bench. Jaden ends up going over to Dortmund. 
Hey, at a at a ridiculously, I mean, now it this. looks like a laughable amount. But that helped people like Phil Foden. That helped him because Man City's like shit. We can't afford to lose another Jaden Sancho, and it's paying out for them. But we did the same thing with De Bruyne, with Salah, with Lukaku. We did a lot. We we. Yeah, I mean, with those players though, we the my biggest gripe with those players is that we we paid money for them and then we sold them and then they became the like the phenoms that they are. Um, in Man City's case, and this is kind of the fear for for Chelsea as well. Um, even freaking Man United, we'll cover them um, in a little bit. Their youth players. You spent peanuts on the on the players themselves, you know, and I'm using air quotes. Obviously, there's boarding, there's housing, there's training. So there's there's an investment that's going into them. But when it let's say you take that youth academy player and then you give them a professional contract and sign and then start them, it's free. Like you're not paying a, a transfer fee because you just it, you invested it, it you invested it into your club. So that's what that's what these teams like Man City, uh, Chelsea, even Man United that have some really pro like prominent youth players, they're scared now because it seems like Dortmund. So thank you Dortmund for putting that sort of pressure. But let's go in. We cut co- we covered Foden. Let's go into the Man City game. You know, some people are gonna are gonna shit on me because I said that Man City is a better team than Liverpool. Well, guess what? They are. Just like just like Conor McGregor, I am not apologizing to absolutely fucking nobody. They are. But the game against Man City and Southampton highlights exactly what why I talk about. It's why they didn't win the league. It's why they didn't win the league. They're not. This is the first year that we've seen Man City not be consistent. And I think that's the biggest difference is Man City wasn't consistent this year. But they've previous years they've been very consistent, and actually previous years right around the point spread that they're winning right now yeah. is relatively close to what they would win with. So it's just Liverpool had a really good year. They had a really good year, and they had a lot of things go their way. They made less mistakes. Yeah. And Liverpool's win against um, what was it? Uh, Aston Villa. Aston Villa. <laughs> to be honest, that game. Could have gone the other way. Yeah, Aston Villa did put up, uh, put up a fight. Was it Grillish? Grillish was. Yeah. Yeah, they were playing. They were playing very well. well. You know, Liverpool did what Liverpool was supposed to do. I think. I think the most. They're a top six team. You're supposed to be Aston Villa again. That's why I get upset about Chelsea not beating the Hammers. Uh, and again, Southampton, you got to win. They deserve the win. They should get the credit for what they did. Correct. Good job. Uh, for beating uh, uh, arguably the best team in the league. Yeah. Um, Paper, on paper, best team. Man United versus Bournemouth. Kudos to Man United for scoring five goals. Yeah. I mean... You couldn't keep a clean sheet? Well, first off, the, the the, the, the the goal line is deceptive. It shows five to two, but Bournemouth... Actually, I mean, they're, they're, they they deserve to lose in the essence of Man United was the more consistent, solid team. But Bournemouth, they they definitely did challenge United. That that opening goal, that opening goal against Man United was beautiful. I don't know where the defense was. 
Maguire got nutmegged. He got nutmegged like a fool. And then De Gea, the, the goalkeeper that I love to just give a hard time to just because he's the Spain number one goalie and he ne- he doesn't seem to show up for the national team. But then for United, he seems to be solid. Missed, a, to me, that, that goal should not have gone in. I mean... Between the nutmeg and basically the point-blank range inside of the goalie shot. I mean, that's crazy. Now, they were awarded a penalty. Greenwood, or, uh, I think that's what his name is, the, the Man United uh, teenager. Kudos to you, sir. Your shots, Marcus Rashford as well. You know, they played, those players I, played really they, well. They played well. They played well. Guess what? Cool dad. I know you're listening. I got one thing to say for you. I'm glad you are doing enough to keep your manager. Don't expect to get any trophies anytime soon. At least any trophies that mean anything. Yeah, I mean that's how I feel about Man United right now is is the exact same way. It's kind of how I felt about uh, Arsenal when Wenger was uh, still managing the club, it was like they do just enough to keep the manager in, but not enough to like do a decent performance or, or to win trophies, really. And please, spend the 120 million pounds on Sancho. Please do it. I'm praying that you do it. I really want you to do it. I know you said you wouldn't spend any more than 50 million pounds, but please pay the 120 million pounds. I really want you to do it. Also, what is it with Man United and Bournemouth? I thought I was watching volleyball. I, hadn't, I have not seen as many, as many handball calls that resulted into penalties as I have in this game. I mean, they were, they were, they were you know, one-to-one King, which was interesting because King used to be a Man United youth player, got to score the penalty against his former club. Kudos to him. Kudos to him. I bet that felt good when you still lost 5-2. to two. No, no, no. But it, again, uh, for, for a kid that came from that club and they, they didn't give him a shot, I, I love hearing the stories of uh, them getting the, the comeback and uh, scoring on their own team. But here's where it gets – I know Mikey V is not going to agree with me on this, but the game should have been 6-2. to two. I mean, Marcus Rashford got robbed. He got robbed. I, the, you know I what? cannot stand this, this offside I, stuff. I, I agree, and I also agree that uh, the one thing that I, I've always said, and the uh, professor can, uh, can tell you, I like Rashford. I think he is very good. I also oh, think I, I also think he's wasted on United. I also don't think he stays at United. Yeah, I mean, I I, I don't see him in the if man if Man when United La Liga, continue in the trajectory. When La Liga then, comes yeah, to Colin, he will go. The thing is, where does he go? Here, here's my thing with La Liga. Let Let's just say, it. let's just say it. And then I'll go into my rant about VR. The, the two-team league? It's, it's a two-team league. Guys, unless you are... Unless you have an ego like Cristiano Ronaldo, you are not necessarily going to succeed 
in La Liga. I mean, I think you, you either go to Barca or you go to Real Madrid. Ask Christian Bale how much fun he's having at Real Madrid despite all the trophies he's helped them win. Real Madrid at times is like the 79ers or the 76ers in Philadelphia or any Philadelphia team to begin with. They turn on their team as quickly as they root for them. I do not, I get it. It's like, it's like saying you signed for the Yankees. Cool, bro. But do you actually want to play? Are you going to be a starter? Premier League players and spoiler alert, English players in general don't really do well in the and I'm doing air quotes in the eyes of Madridistas and 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 the Barca players or just in Spain in general. There is a prejudice. I will they say like, they liked Beckham. They yeah, but if you even th- if you think of Los Galacticos, that team should have won way more than it did. I mean, it's it it's a conversation of individual talent over team collective talent, which is you know Barca versus Real but Madrid. Again, on that when point. we're uh, and I. Real Madrid has already stated that they want they they like Rashford. Yeah, but so they I actually, wanted they wanted Hazard and and look at what Hazard's done. That was my that was my hesitation. He I'm broke like, his leg. Even before then, even before he he, even he just be, came back and scored a goal. Even before he got an injury, they restarted they, and scored a goal. Even before, even before he's like that's you're not gonna, cool. that's you're not cool. gonna trash my boy. That's Eden. cool. Christian Benteke scored a goal after two years. Eden, after two years, Eden he scored did, a goal. Doesn't mean he's getting a new contract. Eden did a lot of scoring and then almost scoring passing for for Chelsea. So I. I yeah, love, but Hazard was not a Ronaldo, and Ronaldo is—I mean, that's that no, no. is who he was supposed to be I, replacing. But again, Hazard—the the stories on Hazard was that he would play video games before getting ready for the game, and they would have to come and pull him off the video games to just train. Right. So, so well, like he's I guess not. It, I guess it makes sense if the Real Madrid are the Seventy Sixers or any Philadelphia team. It makes sense because that means that Alex, that. Hazard talking about practice? Exactly. Alan, I, practice? Talking about practice? Talking to me about practice? That's that's We're not talking about practice. But before we go into the next matches, I just I just need to do my daily dose of VAR rant. Oh god. I VAR is supposed to is supposed to help rule out when referees have made clear and obvious mistakes. When you have NBC Sports and and any sort of a- analyst doing grid lines and these imaginary lines on the screen to show where the mean, where their toe is as a for the offensive you mean John player, to, yeah, yeah. When you're doing fucking NFL level like first down shit, but imaginary lines I, I wanna, for offside is bullshit. I, I man. also want to point out that in the NFL. They do this at halftime. Right. Like, <laughs> like literally Marcus Rashford got a goal. Now, so the NBC Sports announcer was like, oh, yeah, it was a good decision. Bullshit. It looked like it was like a, like, like a fingertip. Like, you know it looked like his hand was offside. And to me, and guys, correct me if I'm wrong, I thought when it comes to offside, it has to be a playable surface. Yes. When you play football, you can't use your hands. That's called a handball. 
The referee covered that with the two penalties he's awarded. So how is it? Because it looks like the Marcus Rashford goal that got disallowed, it looked like his hand, uh, like the, uh, the the player's hand was farther it, than it, the – and by like it should literally be a, like milli, millimeters. It should have been a penalty. It, I, I think he should have got the goal. It should have been 6-2. to two. It, Who cares? Man United won. Yes, yeah, I am ranting but for Man United. I, I will give it uh, to you on that. What this does hurt is it hurts the players and it also hurts the managers. I actually agreed uh, with Jose's little rant after the game where he said um, – the, the reporter, after he said, I can't say what I wanted to say uh, because you'll suspend me. He did say something that I thought he might get suspended for where Jose stated exactly this. He goes – the reporter asked him, hey – did you talk to the ref on the field after the game? He goes, why would I talk to him? The ref making the decisions is in some box in some random place. That is I don't know tr- where he is. Tr- that is true. So I, because I can't, talk, I can't, talk, I can't <laughs> talk to the guy in the box, so there's no point to talking to the guy on the field. I, I got to – Jose does some crazy stuff, but Jose is correct about that. Yeah, I mean – At this point – Kudos but again, today's Chelsea one. game, the, the the ref on the field for the VAR call, what he did was no, oh no, it was for the um, it was for the Arsenal game that we just watched. Yeah, um, he goes, no, I'm not going to listen to the guy in the box. I'm going to go look at the video myself. No, this is a red card. You're gone. Which is which is what you're supposed to. So kudos to that ref. I don't remember the ref uh, for that, and typically I try to get their names, but he did a, a very, very good job. So kudos to you. Yeah, he's the I forgot. I, well, well, I, I normally know the names too. Uh, they're meme circulating from him, where it's just like when he, pre pre COVID quarantine, he looked like uh, he he looked like that like uh, like nerd or whatever, and then post. He looks, like Jack. Star, he looks like the guy who stole your mom. Like, he's your new stepdad. Yeah, yeah, he's stuff. super jacked now. Like, <laughs> what is up with everybody coming back jacked? Like, even myself, I, I, I'm coming back <laughs> Are you from like, COVID jacked. What, what is it with – like, do you not know how you got jacked? <laughs> You're like, what is it with everybody getting jacked? I'm like, even me. I'm like, well, do you not know? I know, I'm but – I'm concerned now, sir, if you don't, if you don't remember. Now, you know, CT. CT. <laughs> All right, we'll jump into the uh, the midweek fil- uh, fixtures. We'll cover today's game just because we have okay, those. You want to go? Uh, so we had uh, because of our recording schedules. Apologize, guys. Uh, we missed Monday's games. Our Monday, Tuesday's games. Uh, Watford beat Norwich City two to one. Expected. It, it expected to them. The most and confusing thing about Watford is not the results. It's the fact that they have a moose as a logo, but they're the Hornets. What's up with that? And you know what? It's no different than Auburn. <laughs> oh, that is true. Because they're the War Eagles, but they're also the Tigers. Tigers. I, I you know what? I don't get it. Uh, Leicester, Arsenal, that was a uh, 1-1. It could have been 2-1. Uh, we were split on this. I, I couldn't. I can't have Arsenal winning. Uh, I, I like the Arsenal win because it extends Chelsea's and third it makes place sense. spot. It makes sense. It makes uh, sense. But again, again, I, I can't stay in Arsenal. I hate Arsenal as much as I hate Man United. And there's only one other team I hate more than both of them, and their name is Tottenham. Yeah. So 
At the end of the day, tough break, Arsenal. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, listen, we're trying to we try to keep this one as pseudo unbiased as possible. That was rough. That was a rough card to be dealt. That little youngster, that he was so eager to be on the field, get gets put in. Was that K- Kitana or K- K- Kitana yeah. or something like that? I don't know what it was, but he used that he leg like a Kitana. <laughs> he, he didn't even touch the ball. The no, his it, leg touched his, the other person's leg. He went. He looked like if he was a hockey enforcer just to come out there and break legs. Yes, exactly. It almost it did look like a it looked like a hockey move. Where it's just like, listen, went, I need you to do one thing. He went spikes up. Just find the closest player and just punch him in the face. Well, he, went, he did one better. He went studs up. Right into oh. the midfielder. <laughs> and you know what? The sad part is he got a red card and didn't even injure the guy. No. No. But, I mean, it was dangerous play. It was a red It was and a red card. after the game. You I, can't fight it. I watched, the, I watched the post uh, interview with Arteta. I feel bad for Arteta. He looks like an alcoholic now. I mean, wouldn't you? I mean, it's – here's the thing. Like, it's – when it comes to Arsenal – they they are kind of like an enigma. I mean, they are you mean, like you mean the team that built their whole their whole brand off of the B League tournament. But they're they're a good like from a. I will give you this like Arsenal. Arsenal they're really good as at B League tournaments. Yes. When it comes to your financial management, like don't kudos you guys operate like a well oiled business machine that just doesn't translate necessarily to sporting success like you know i i don't know if arsenal will find that balance i think oh they um, should look at liverpool thank you uh arsenal for olivia drew he scored today yes i mean woo! i mean listen abamyang i've been following that guy for a while you arsenal picked him up i was like that's a good good purchase Lacazette, same thing. They're wasting your talent. My thing with here's my thing with Arsenal. Here's my thing with Arsenal. They tend to buy players, and don't get me wrong. I know I, I believe Lacazette is like their leading goal scorer and all that. But they tend to buy strikers after they've already had their like like. It's not like they had a phenomenal goal scoring breaking record and then they buy them the very for the following season. They have like a really good season, then they don't I'm do as to, well, I'm, and then they get purchased I'm by Arsenal. I'm sorry to tell you. I'm sorry to tell you. Arsenal, you took a World Cup world class midfielder and destroyed his career. You're trash. Yeah, you're he's a gun. Got a bone to pick you're, on that one. you're a cannon with no cannonball. <laughs> But Vardy, kudos to you, sir. Goal one hundred and two for for the season. Hey, I'm hoping you win a golden boot, sir. You deserve it. Nikitia, but you still you still look like the human version of Dobby. <laughs> <laughs> and if you uh, want to hear our uh, score lines for Chelsea, again they won three uh, two. Go to El Rant yeah. and give it a quick it, listen. It's about sixteen minutes. It's a nice uh, quick listen. Uh, and you get to hear us talk about you, and argue about Keppa. Yeah. Now we're going to jump into tomorrow's fixtures. West Ham versus Burnley. Ooh. This one's a rough, uh, rough one. I actually think West Ham goes probably 
I actually think it's a 1-1. One, one. You think it's a 1-1? One, 1-1. One? One, one. See, Burnley... Burnley... Has the capabilities of making some upsets. I mean, we're getting into desperation now. But is it really an upset? Like, West Ham and Burnley are basically the same level. Yeah, they should be at the same level. I, I like Declan Rice, so I'm... See, I, I think... I think West Ham wins 1-0. Okay. Man City versus Newcastle. Uh, Man City just lost, so I don't think they do back-to-back losses. Uh, 2-0 against Newcastle. I think 2-0. I, I think the same thing. I cannot foresee Man City losing again. Uh, they didn't have De Bruyne starting against uh, their previous opponent. Not that they needed to have them starting against Southampton. But I, I do think Man City bounces back from this. I think because of the embarrassing 1-0 to zero loss, I think they come out strong. This could be one of the last times we see Sergio Aguero play. So I think it'll be 3-0 Newcastle. But I agree, clean sheet. So um, Sheffield versus the Wolves. I actually am going to give Sheffield a 1-0 win over the Wolves. Oh, 1-0 win. And um, that's just because uh, Traor is one person. Yeah, I mean, I I am all all aboard the, the Adama Traore train. There's rumors of him um, getting interest in Barca, Juventus, abroad. Like he would say, kill it. The Shedden bros. If if we can't have him, I hope he goes somewhere else. <laughs> I, he would kill it, Barca. But I'm not I, gonna lie. I I agree. I think he'd be very explosive. The fact that they lost to Arsenal two to zero with with Adama playing what looked like a striker role, um, says a lot about their team. It says a lot about their team. They're they're. I mean, he can play a wing back and a, a wing. Now, don't get me wrong. When I play FIFA, FIFA twenty. I will use Adama Traore as a striker, but that's a video game. That's not real life. Although, I feel like if they use it against Sheffield United, that could be dangerous. But Sheffield can't afford to lose any more points. They need to stop the bleeding. I think, and they're beating big teams, so I yeah. I think they're... I, I think it's a draw. I think, I think it'll be 1-1. Um... But we'll see. No, I, originally that's what I had in my head, but I just feel like Sheffield, what they've been putting out is enough to beat the Wolves. I agree. I think I, I agree. Um, Brighton versus Liverpool. I don't think Liverpool loses to Brighton, but I do think it's like a 2-1 win. Yeah, you see. I think they concede a goal. Yeah, I mean, they beat, what, Norwich? And, I mean, Nor- when they beat Norwich, Norwich, like, their players look dejected. Norwich also just came off of another loss, if I'm not mistaken. So, that goes explain that. Liverpool, Brighton, I, I see it 1-0. What'd you say for Liverpool? Uh... 2-1. 2-1. 2-1. Okay. 2-1, but you had you had Liverpool winning though, Correct. right? Okay. I don't I don't think Liverpool loses that game. Not not as of yet. Um last game of the midweek. Bournemouth versus Tottenham. This is a this is your Thursday thriller. 
Okay, we have more. I you have you have Everton Southampton, which uh, actually <laughs> this is funny. I actually think Everton wins one uh, one zero against Southampton. Yeah, I mean Everton played to me they played better than Tottenham. Uh, I think Everton wins. I, I Capel, um, Carlo Ancelotti's got his stuff figured out. I think. He'll dial it in for this game. I think they beat them 2-0. What'd you say? Uh, 1-0. 1-0. It looks like the soccer gods are trying to chime in with an opinion with their thunder. Uh, Bournemouth versus Tottenham. I'm actually going uh, to go with Bournemouth. I'm going to go with Bournemouth a uh, 2-1 victory against Tottenham. I think Bournemouth has... They're very good at upsetting the bigger teams. Bournemouth played. I mean, if the Bourne, if the Bournemouth that played against Man United plays against Tottenham, I could see them scoring two. It's funny. I was about to say two one also for the sake of being different and to because I think the only goal that would come would be from Harry Kane. I don't know if his team is going to help him out. I don't necessarily want to say a shutout. I'll say 2-2. I can see Ooh. I can see Bournemouth bleeding some goals. Now, don't get me wrong. Tottenham doesn't make it through. Sorry, you Spurs. But I'll be happy either way. But I'll give you 2-2. Aston Villa, Man United. Um, sad, but I have to. Man United wins uh, 2-0 against Aston Villa. See, I I think this is an opportunity for an upset. So I am actually going to say two one to Aston Villa, though. I re- I really want I want this to be an upset, and uh, this season I'm glad I'm not betting on these games because I I got a terrible record. Everything I say is going to happen is going to happen the opposite. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and. Uh, uh, hope that you're right and that I am wrong. See, th- for me, it's funny because, like, I, when it comes to these predictions, usually when it comes to the winner and loser, I'm spot on. But then when it comes to the freaking goal, ma- the margins of victory, it's like I-, I lose by a goal. Like, I'll say 3 0, and then, like, Liverpool will win 4 0. I'm like, God damn it. Like, really? The team couldn't just, like, the opponent couldn't block one goal. But. That cues our predictions. Uh, a little bit of housekeeping before we wrap up. Uh, yeah, your boy Professor X has been teaching himself how to use editing software. Uh, the good news is I'm getting better. The bad news is it's been a little bit of trial and error. So when it comes to the L rant videos, uh, expect expect the new L rant that we just recorded today. That'll be the first video um, to the the newest video uh, companion to the podcast. I know we've recorded a couple L rants since then and I have been working diligently on editing them, but there's been some complications. I got a new software, uh, so we should be good to go and squared away on that front. Uh, but we are on Apple Podcasts now. 
which to me is like a small little victory of, ooh, we, we made it, but you know, not really. We still need support, we need help. Uh, give us a like, give us a subscribe, give us a five-star review if you feel so inclined, or just give us a review in general so we can grow the content, we can fine-tune it, say, this is it's your opportunity to tell us, uh, you know what? Don't do this. Do this. Focus on this. Maybe you guys just want us to do L rants um, as opposed to just the pre uh, Premier League prediction. Maybe you want us to be more unbiased and just, just rant even for these games. Whatever it is, let us know. But we only know that if you provide us feedback. Uh, so like, subscribe. You can follow us on Instagram at the shed in, uh, at the shed in boys. You can follow myself and Mikey B. For me, I'm at hipster lens. Blue the bear thirteen. Blue is B A L L E W. The bear thirteen. Look at him being all fancy. Got that B A L L E W look for you. Um, but thank you guys again for uh, for the support. Check out our new cover art more to come on that but spoiler alert it was designed by lee we'll give you more information on that if you're interested uh i'll finish up with cool dad man united sucks <laughs> and y'all have shout a out great cool dad. <laughs> have a great evening guys and again catch you on the football side <laughs>